Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Occult Think Tank. My name is Greg. In this program, I am going to talk about conspiracy theory. To lay the groundwork for what I'm going to be talking about, I first want to define what is meant by conspiracy theory. And for this, I went to Wikipedia. A conspiracy theory is an explanation for an event or situation that invokes a conspiracy by sinister or powerful groups. Often political in motivation when other explanations are more probable. The term has a negative connotation, implying that the appeal to a conspiracy is based on prejudice or insufficient evidence. A conspiracy theory is not simply about a conspiracy. Instead, it refers to a hypothesized conspiracy with specific characteristics such as an opposition to the mainstream consensus among those people such as scientists or historians who are qualified to evaluate its accuracy. Conspiracy theories resist falsification and are reinforced by circular reasoning. Both evidence against a conspiracy and an absence of evidence for it are reinterpreted as evidence of its truth, whereby the conspiracy becomes a matter of faith rather than something that can be proven or disproven. Research suggests that conspiracyist ideation, belief in conspiracy theories, may be psychologically harmful or pathological, and that its correlation with psychological projection, paranoia, and Machiavellianism. Psychologists attribute finding a conspiracy where there is none to a mental phenomenon called illusory pattern perception. I wanted to establish the baseline for a conspiracy theory because it'll actually be important. And what I do feel is important in this is the aspect, and it could have been summed up with, a conspiracy theory is something that commits a logical fallacy in the formation of the idea. The problem that those that want to knee-jerk that something is a conspiracy theory is a lot of times they will fall into the same use of logical fallacies, be it an argument from ignorance, circular reasoning, or other methods of their beliefs not being falsifiable. I do not knee-jerk that something is a conspiracy theory, and I think that is becoming a tool of the left to automatically call something a conspiracy theory. Because what I'm going to go into now is the origin of the term conspiracy theory. This may surprise you, or some of you may already be aware of this. The CIA invented the term conspiracy theory to discredit you. The term conspiracy theory brings to mind all kinds of connotations that range from outlandish to crazy. These associations with the phrase conspiracy theory were intentional and exactly what the CIA, Central Intelligence Agency, intended. 
According to Zero Hedge, the term conspiracy theory was created by the CIA in 1967 as a way to discredit anyone who dared to challenge their official version of the truth. How it all started. It seems that the conspiracy theory CIA brainchild was first revealed in a 1976 dispatch. This communication was marked Psych or CS. The Psych abbreviation referred to psychological operations or what is better known in modern words as disinformation. The CS was an abbreviation for their clandestine services unit. Why was a dispatch sent out? According to Zero Hedge, it was generated in response to the Freedom of Information Act request by the New York Times in 1976. The dispatch first discussed how concerning this trend of requests was to the organization as well as to the U.S. government. The letter went on to explain the purpose of the dispatch was to provide material countering and discrediting the claims of the conspiracy theorists so as to inhibit the circulation of such claims in other countries. This was followed by an explanation that the background information could be found in the classified section as well as unclassified documents attached to the dispatch. If there wasn't any discussion already taking place, then the question of it being a conspiracy wasn't to be brought up. Only where a discussion was underway was the conspiracy question to be inserted and used to create doubt. How to insert conspiracy theories. The first directive was to discuss how this was a publicity problem with friendly elite contacts, especially politicians and editors. This directive was aimed at gaining the support needed to change the narrative into one of conspiracy. Instructions included, number one, point out a thorough investigation, official investigation of relevant events was conducted as humanly as possible. Number two, critics' allegations are without serious foundation. Three, to continue, speculative discussion only helps the opposition. Four, point out also that parts of the conspiracy talk appear to be deliberately generated by propagandists. Five, urge them to use their influence to discourage unfounded and irresponsible speculation. Critic attack strategy. The next step was to employ propaganda assets. The sole purpose of these assets was to refute anything the critics had to say. Some of the disputing tactics included 1. Book reviews and feature articles are particularly appropriate for this purpose. 2. Whenever applicable, the asset was to discredit by claiming the critic was wedded to theories adopted before the evidence was in. 3. Critics were to be attacked as having political interests for their viewpoints. 4. Another tactic was to claim that the critic had financial interest. 5. One way to discredit the critic was to claim that they were hasty and inaccurate in their research. 
6. And the icing on the discrediting cake was to claim that the critic was infatuated with their own theories. Attacks on the media. The dispatch also covered how to assault any writer or publication that disagreed with the official narrative. 1. No sufficient new evidence has emerged which the commission did not consider. 2. Critics usually overvalue particular items and ignore others. 3. Critics value and emphasize recollections of individual witnesses. The dispatch explains how this can be used to elaborate on that witness testimony is less reliable. 4. Talking point that a conspiracy on the large scale is often suggested is impossible to hide with so many people involved and too expensive to pay informants to remain silent. 5. Point out that the intellectual pride of some critics entice them to connect with a theory. This fuels them to scoff at the commission because it did not always answer every question with a flat decision one way or the other. 6. Deflate charges of a commission rush job on the report by stating it came out three months after the original deadline. Blame the commission speeding up report on pressure of irresponsible speculation, as well as the same critics refusing to admit error in voicing new criticisms. 7. Vague accusations can always be explained in some neutral way, making it law. Perhaps the most troubling aspect of the conspiracy theory initiative is how ingrained it became in U.S. law. Zero Hedge examined this in depth discovering the judges are trained to look at conspiracy allegations as just another legal claim to be disproven or proven based on specific evidence. 1. Federal and all 50 states have codes that include statutes and punishments for anyone committing a conspiracy. 2. Law schools teach conspiracy law as a fundamental legal concept. Accuse conspiracy and escape detection. The creation of conspiracy theory has been so well executed with the indoctrination of the average American, anything tagged conspiracy theory is automatically discredited. A conspiracy theorist is considered unhinged, or at the very least delusional and misguided. When this stereotype is backed up with conspiracy law, it allows real conspiracies to remain hidden. This one phrase taints and discredits whistleblowers and anyone else seeking to expose the truth. While I'm not saying all conspiracy theories are true, far from it, what I am saying is that this is more of an attack on critical thinking than anything else. It is also a way to try and get people to sheepherd each other. A prime example of this is with the mask mandate that was going on. This was something that when it was going on, I was working in retail and I had talked to multiple police officers and asked them if they were going to enforce this and they laughed and they said, absolutely not. Because there were some that would wear the mask when they came in the store even though I was working third shift because they were more concerned about somebody seeing them walking out without wearing it. There were others that if they knew I was on, they just wouldn't wear it. 
because they knew I didn't give a damn. I didn't wear one on third shift. There were people that would try to sheep herd me. And it was something that fortunately I had a good manager that was basically behind me with the attitude of it's bullshit. But there were some that were quite adamant in their idea that I should be wearing a mask. Absolutely not. It's something that I have major problems with because I use critical thinking. I do not just accept something that is being put out because it is what the government wants me to. No, I look at evidence and examine the claims to see if what is being claimed is valid. I'm not going by, does the government mandate or dictate that this is the truth, so that means you have to automatically accept it and not think. That goes along the lines of the idea of all you are supposed to do in the military is follow orders and do what you're told. And what I was told when I was in the army was, no, they do not want people that are just going to blindly follow orders. They want people that are going to think for themselves. That the I was only following orders didn't wash at Nuremberg, and it wouldn't wash now. And that is the attitude that I hold with all things. It doesn't matter what the official story is. I look at the evidence to be, does the evidence support what the official story is? And if the evidence does not support what is officially what the government is claiming, then there is something wrong. Because the government's position should always line up with the evidence. The fact that I could make a list of subjects that have been classified conspiracy theory, but have later come and been proven to have actually been true, is reason why the label of conspiracy theory should be in question. Like I said, I'm not saying all conspiracy theories are true. However, just because something is claimed to be a conspiracy theory does not mean that you should not look into it and should not think. You should use critical thinking and examine the evidence for everything, not just those that do not line up with your personal ideas. Because sometimes you will find that your ideas may not be right. And that is where growth can happen. But you can't grow as a person if you're not critically examining what you're being told. Another way of putting it is you need to step outside of your own echo chamber. Because there are a lot of people that they only get their news or information from their own echo chamber. Their own slant on how they look at things and they don't want to be challenged with looking at things in a different way and this is something that I do feel is a fundamental flaw in human nature. That being said, there is the idea that I came across that if you buy into one conspiracy theory, you're likely to buy into another. I regard that as absolute bullshit. As well as that is a logical fallacy in and of itself. But also the going by an expert type of thing is an appeal to authority. 
which itself is a logical fallacy. There are a lot of things that have been termed a conspiracy theory that have been proven to be true. But the idea that just because something is called a conspiracy theory as a knee-jerk reaction, that that means there's no evidence for it, is false. You have to examine a subject and do your research before you can say something is or is not true. That is the problem that we have, that the media wants to immediately put out a narrative regarding every subject, and if you don't go along and kowtow to what the narrative that is being put out is, then you're a conspiracy theorist. That is a dangerous stance to take. Not everything that the media puts out is the truth. Like the whole Russia collusion thing that they pushed for over two years was proven through the Mueller report to be false. But they never admitted that they lied. In fact, it would be termed a conspiracy theory to not go along with what ultimately proved to be their lie. You can't just have the media's narrative being what you have to believe, because then nobody is going to critically think, nobody is going to challenge what they're being told, everybody's just going to be sitting back like a bunch of sheep listening to whatever bullshit is pumped out. And to wrap this up, one of the things you have seen if you're watching the video, instead of for those that are just listening to this on my podcast, I've had pictures up and so forth of different things that I have made with my Teespring that I hope for some of this you got some enjoyment out of the various designs that I've come up with. Some of it is things that fit me, like warning I have no filter. And others like that, but it's something that if you'd like one of the shirts that I have made, take a look at my Teespring or Redbubble. I'll have links to them in the description section below. I also have my Patreon up for those that want to support the channel because all of my videos are not monetized with YouTube because, well, YouTube doesn't like me. Anyway, feel free to leave your thoughts and comments in the comment section. Later, people.